Greetings and salutations, honey badgers. This is Chad, your master of ceremonies and long-suffering sound editor. I have to tell you, all of us at the Chaotic Goodness Podcast are practically vibrating with excitement to begin a second season of our show. We are constantly humbled and amazed at the amount our listenership has grown and the wonderful interactions we have had with our fans and with fellow RPG podcasters. We love you all and thank you for listening. I want to take some time before we get started to let you all know about some changes to the show this season. The biggest change is that James is back and ready to reprise his role as Henthal. The next major change is that we are going to use a different system for this season. We'll be using rules from the What's Old is New RPG system by Russ Morrissey and published by EN Publishing. Now, there are going to be some things that are a little bit different as a result, and there are going to be some things that we are keeping from the Uncharted World system. What are we keeping? Well, first and foremost, we are still playing the same characters. Chaotic Goodness will continue to be about the adventures of Flossie, Rin, Hental, Dr. Ezekiel, Gideon, and Wade on the Irritated Badger. We are still going to be using the Wild Jump and Cramped Quarters rules from Uncharted Worlds. We are still going to make use of jump points, so please keep submitting them. And of course, we are going to continue sharing the story and coming up with creative consequences for failed roles. The differences you are going to notice are related to the system we are using. For example, combat will be a lot more involved and will be resolved with more than a single dice roll. You will notice that some characters' skills and stats are slightly different. We try to remain true to the spirit of our characters while remaining faithful to the what's old is new system. The new system presents its own galaxy with original species and technology, and we will be integrating some of this content into our game as well. The cast and I are excited about these changes, and we believe that this will only make the story we are creating all the better. If you are interested in learning more about the new system, go to woinrpg.com. Thank you, and enjoy the chaos. Oh wait, did I mention that we got new theme music? Welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. I have this little bucket, and it has all of my little things that I like to use, and it has a little ducky and a loofah. This is Chad, RGM. He plays Gideon Nyko and Wade. Could you please turn off these laser grids right now? This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. Oh, I, I told him I loved him. Here's James. He plays Hental. This is literally the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. And Steve, who plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Please don't let me get shot by pirates today. We would also like to thank our dungeon maestro, Aiden Chan, for our fabulous new theme music. Let the chaos begin. It's been months after you all regained your memories aboard the Happy Hedgehog, and you've spent the time desperately looking for your lost engineer, Gideon. You went back to Earth, found out that he's no longer there, and he was obviously taken by the Union Space Corps. And between Dr. Arthur Ezekiel's uh, scanning of your brains and Flossie probing your thoughts with her psychic abilities, you all are managed to piece together the fact that some kind of psychic surgery took place, whether it was technological based or psychically based or maybe a combination of both to selectively edit your memories to get rid of the irritated badger, Gideon and Wade from your minds. But to what purpose, you can only guess. In your long months of searching, you do manage to track down a lead. One of the contacts that you know, Dr. Ezekiel, her name is Jesse. She may have a lead on where you could find Gideon. You do know he's being held, but you're not quite sure where. And Jesse, having previously been associated with the Union Space Corps, may have some intel for you. So we are going to pick up with the crew. Uh, Dr. Art, Rin, and Flossie are walking into a hotel where you're going to meet Jesse. First of all, is this a... A planetary-bound hotel? Is it on a space station? 
And is it posh or kind of low key and low class? It's low key, but not seedy mid-range space station so large enough to have artificial gravity and you know police but not like nice it's not a it's not a tourist destination space station so the three of you walk in to the lobby and inside you see there's chairs in the lobby area it's it's kind of small and cramped there's maybe like a hologram of a waterfall just kind of an attempt to add a little bit of class to the place and in the front, behind a circular desk, is uh, an android that looks like it's been moderately kept up, but possibly a little on the glitchy side. And as you three walk in, the android looks up at you and says, welcome. What's the name of this hotel, Kim? It is the Moonbridge Inn. The Moonbridge Inn? Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Moonbridge Inn. How may I help you? Um, we're looking for Jesse. So you walk up to the android, and as you get closer to the desk, you notice, well, it's an, obviously an android. You can see the seams in its face and body parts. Uh, it's only an upper torso, though. It's a kind of bolted into the desk. And as you say, Jesse, it kind of stops and it goes over to its holographic readout of room directories so uh is i'm assuming that jesse is a guest here is jesse expecting you jesse is expecting us um we were going to be meeting in uh your dining and drinking establishment actually well hold please let me see if i can message her or see if she is here and so while you are all waiting i want you all to give me a intuition roll does anybody have any skills related to perception? <laughs> no. Of course not. Okay, so what did you, Steve, what did you get? Seven. Kim, what did you get? So I rolled a nine. All right, and Christy? Six. So a six, a nine, and? Seven. Seven. Flossie, you're the only one that notices this. So while Zeke is talking to the android, I guess Flossie is what? You rolled a nine, right? Mm-hmm. Flossie must be bored and spinning around in circles or something. But you turn around and you see uh, the people, some of the people in the lobby, uh, they, they, some of them get up and leave the building. Others uh, start standing up as a bunch of uniformed officers come swarming into the lobby and they all have weapons drawn. And some of the people that stood up in the lobby also pull out weapons. And they're pointed right at you all. Okay. Uh, what kind of uniforms are they wearing? Union Space Corps. What? Well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm getting really tired of my contacts selling me out. So we are... Oh, I haven't... I don't think I've ever said this in the history of this podcast, but let's roll initiative. Ha! All righty so You should all have okay. a part on your character sheets that say initiative. Do indeed. And you should roll those dice. And add them together. All right, uh, Flossie, what'd you get? Uh, I rolled a 20. Okay, Ren. 12. Zeke. 11. Flossie, you're there. You see the threat. What do you do? Uh, hello. Um, I'm Ensign Lead. What can I do for you? Uh, right now, they're, they're barking orders for you all to stand down. And you say that you're Ensign Lead. Are you trying to... Convince them not to shoot you? Yes. You should give me a charisma-based roll, then. I will, indeed. Do you have a skill that could you could use? No, I do not want the magic dice cup, Steve. It might be also cursed. Okay. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. No, uh, not quite. So that was Flossie. Uh, let's see who is next. Is them. They... They open fire. Flossie, you're the only one that knows what's going on. So you see they're all about to shoot. Would you like to dive for cover? Uh, yes. Good idea. You dive for cover as they open fire. Uh, Zeke, you are somewhat taken aback as the android that you're looking at is completely riddled with bullets and starts sparking and 
mechanical screaming starts happening. They are going to roll to suit Zeke. So they are opening fire at you. What is your ranged defense? Ten. All right. They they miss. Ren, what is your ranged defense? Ten. They miss as well. So, so bullets start flying all throughout the lobby. Uh, you guys get missed. There's bullet thick glasses shattering. Electronics are sparking. People are screaming. Uh, Hental, you're in your room, and you hear gunfire and screaming going on downstairs. Is this completely abnormal for this hotel? Like, I've been slumming it lately, so I'm kind of like, yeah, is this really out of the ordinary? This volume of, of firefighting? Yeah, this is oh, a little so out of like the ordinary. Oh, it's not like standoff in the wild, wild west. This is like a platoon. No, this is, this is like a whole army gunning down an injured animal, it sounds like. I am going to... Do I have a window looking at this, like, you know, entryway in the station? Looking down into the lobby? Well, I mean, maybe the entryway to the lobby so I can see if there's any vehicles out there, that type of deal. Imagine there's it's a large enough space station as a hotel. There's probably means of conveyance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you can look out there and see that there's some... Like troop transports and stuff. Not not a whole lot, just like one. So wait, this isn't like, you know, like Joe Snuffy's mafia in the area. This is professional No, this is the Union Space Oh, Corps. that is mildly terrifying. Um what floor am I on again? Wait, I would have picked that. I'm on the second floor. Okay, so you're on the not second floor. So tell us tell us why you are here. I've been running. Yeah. Yes. From bad people that want to hurt me. Okay, so you're hiding out here, and now all of a sudden there's a firefight going on in this lobby. Yes. Okay. I haven't been hiding from the Space Corps, so theoretically they're not after me, but apparently I can't guarantee that anymore. Okay, so when you looked out at the troop transport, that was the outside. Do you have uh, an angle into the lobby itself? I wouldn't imagine from the second floor. Okay, so what do you do? I'm going to open the door and kind of peek my head outside, like... All right, so is this hotel where, like, all the rooms are around the entryway, or is it, like, how is, how, what is the floor plan? That so, is what I need to know. I like before. the idea of it being circular and, you know, using elevators to get up to the different floors. So if you poked your head out and maybe took a couple of steps out into the hallway, you could potentially look into the lobby area because it's down. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so when you do that, I mean, you actually do see... Uh, Flossie, Zeke, and Rin in the lobby getting shot at. I'm going to stare in mild disbelief for a moment. Are you in disbelief that they're there or disbelief that they'd be shot at by the Union Space Corps? Yes. Yes. You have a low threshold for disbelief. Well, I figured they'd be, you know, better than getting cornered by the Union Space Corps. You've met these guys, right? Right, and they haven't been cornered by the... Approached and attacked, yes. Cornered, no. You looked out. You you got the overview of everything that's going on. We'll say that that was your turn, uh, what you were doing. And next up is Ren. You are just standing there. There's hail of bullets all around you. What are you doing? I'm going to turn around to face them. Good plan. Yes. And... um. How far away are they? This is a small lobby, so we'll say that, I mean, depending on what you do, it's pretty easy for you to get all the way to the entrance if you wanted to. How many of them are there? There's about four uh, of the armed, of the armored uh, security corps in here, and there's about two other plainclothes people that were here in the lobby when you walked in. Okay. So that's six. I will take out my machete. Alrighty. And attack. Okay, so you are making an attack roll. So that is going to be your strength dice pool plus your, we said, swords dice pool plus, I think, your your weapon is kind of standard, so you're not getting a bonus for the gear. So what's that dice pool? I think you did get a bonus. Okay, so that's seven. But if you uh, if you want to add some modifiers to that, like get the high ground or 
uh, flank somebody. Nobody else is in melee with him, so you can't really flank. But if you had the high ground by at least five feet, you'd get an extra D6 to attack. What is in the log? Like a couch? I mean, yeah. five feet's really tall. Yeah, there's sofas, there's furniture, there's a there's a desk behind you. There's a counter that the robot was waiting behind, I would imagine. Right, but they're too far away. I have a machete, so I have to be up next to Is there a chandelier? Are you suggesting that she swings her way into combat? Yes. Look at it yes. right yes. yes, there's a chandelier. Yes, <laughs> yes. I jump up to the chandelier and swing over on top of them and Death attack. from above. All right. So you uh, roll, roll all those dice to hit. You can trade two dice for one extra die of damage if you'd like. I got 20. That's definitely a hit. Did, oh, uh, if you get, if three of your dice roll sixes, that's a critical hit. I just rolled one six. Okay. Oh. Rin machete somebody and goes, good night, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you uh, you hit him. So give me your damage. Okay. Um, 11. So you do a pretty deep cut on him, but he's still up. So that's one action. You can do another action this turn. You can attack again or you can run away. I'm going to attack again. Okay. So since you don't have the, the height advantage, so drop one die and roll the rest. 20. You hit. Roll damage again. Four. It looks like it just kind of bounces off his armor. All right. After Ren is Zeke. I feel weaker for some reason. I know. It's weird. That that mental whammy thing that they did on you must have greatly affected your skills. Or maybe the gravity might be a little off here. Could be. Zeke, what you doing? I mean, my original plan was to try to pass myself off as like a civilian contractor. Yeah, go ahead. Try it. No, it's too late for that now. You say so. This is where I wish we had Hental, because he can talk his way out of the middle of a firefight. Oh, man. If only you knew where he was. I'm going to hide behind the desk, pray to the medicine gods that I don't get hit with stray bullets. And you find me when you dive behind the desk. Hey, Zeke. Hey, Flossie. You dive behind the desk with one action. Uh, You have the option to use another action if you'd like. You want my shock gauntlet. That sounds fun. I don't know if I want to get that close, though. Cower. Is all cowering right. an action? Sure. Oh, geez. Is that all you're going to do? Well, come on. Give it to me, then. Flossie, you, it's your turn to act, and you do hear uh, you do hear the sound of somebody else returning fire from the bar area. Okay. I poke my head around the bottom of the desk and try to look at the bar area. And this is... Well, we said that it was Zeke's contact, but you know her too. This is Jesse, and you and Jesse have some history. Uh, yes, actually, that is very surprising. So you see her shooting and everything, and that's what you see. What do you do? You know, Jesse's here, and she's fighting these guys off, so she probably didn't have anything to do with you guys getting attacked. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I are there any sort of gaps in the front of the desk at all where I'm hiding? In the front? Yeah, the like back. I could throw through. Uh, at this point, with the amount of gunfire that's going on in here, yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm going you to... Can, you can throw your knife from behind cover, we'll say that. Yes, uh, behind cover, definitely. Okay. Uh, in a sneaky fashion. I'm going to uh, analyze... There, You said that these four uh, shooters are armored. Yeah, uh, the ones from the Union Space Corps with the uniforms, I mean, they're in tactical vests, so... Okay, so is that their only armor then? Is their vests? That you can see, yeah. Okay, are they wearing helmets? Not anything that's like really armored. I mean, they're wearing the uh, uh, ski mask type things. Okay. I want to say balaclavas. Um, So Flossie is going to aim for their neck since that appears to be exposed. For the one that you're aiming at, that's a called shot. So you're, so first of all, you roll your agility plus your knives skill. That Those two dice pulls add up. The limit is five, so you can't do more than five. You get a plus 2d6 bonus for throwing from behind cover, but you lose 2d6 for a called shot. Now throw them knives. Happy thoughts. Go knives. So do that you say is... go knives when you throw them? <laughs> In my head, I do, yes. 
Throwing right. knife, I choose you. Yes. Go, go, gadget knife. Go, go, yes. <laughs> I like it. Did That's you roll good. a Yahtzee? Yes, I did. One, two, three, four, five. Indeed. Wow. Yeah, so that's uh, 10, 15. Mm-hmm. All right, give me a damage roll. Okay, here we go. Damage. So that would be an eight. All right, so you bypassed the soak, and the knife went straight into his throat, and this guy's a mook, so he dies gargling in his own blood. Excellent. That's what I was hoping for. And you get a second action. Well, I'm going to do the same thing with the guy next to him. Okay. Or girl or, you know, whatever. Whatever it is, yeah. Target. It's just, psychologically, it's easier if you refer to them as targets. You're not surrounding me. You just put me in a target-rich environment. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. 19. All right, roll your damage. Nine. You kill that guy, too. Nice. All right. Are you whispering creepy things as you kill people again? Silent. No, no, no. no. Holy night. Right. No. Okay. After Flossie. I love you. A bushel, bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck and a knife around the neck. neck. <laughs> so there's four people left. One is uh, one is engaged with Rin right now. So he's going to pull out a stun baton and swing it at Rin. Rin, this is going to go against your melee defense. Which is 10. And he misses. Block him from hitting you easily. So there's three more guys. Um, They're going to, I guess, aim at Rin because she's the only one standing out there. All right, so that's one guy hits you. The second guy hits you. And so does the third guy. You got caught in a crossfire. They get more dice to hit you. I'm really confused by this. <laughs> Don't worry. I got you. So what is your what is your soak rating? Eight. Okay. So that means I roll three dice for damage, and you ignore the first eight points of damage. Okay. So the first one does eight, so you soak that. The second one does two hit points of damage. And for the third one... Okay, so you take 10 damage total. So how many hit points do you have left? I have 19. You said 10, correct? You took 10. So I have 19 left. Okay, so you you soaked a lot of the damage, but, uh, you know, you you still took a few hits, but you're still up and angry. Uh, Hental, your turn. So these guys are shooting at my friends, and my friends have clearly attempted to kill them back. Um... So the time for diplomacy has passed. No, 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 no. Try whatever you want. By the door, I keep the rifle that I have ready to go. Yes. I'm going to run back and grab that and try to shoot down at them, ideally without hitting them. Okay. That would be bad. So are you going to fire at the guy Rin is in melee combat with? No. She's in the middle of stabby, stabby times. I'm not going to fuck with that. So you're going to fire at one of the guys out. Yeah. All right. Uh, Roll. Let's see if this was a so that's going to be your agility plus your any pertinent shooting skill. Which I have none. You didn't take rifles skill? Violence is for the weak, my friend. All right, so agility, but then you have the higher ground, so you get to add... Let's see. You have the high ground. You get to add 1d6 to your dice pool. They're unaware that you're shooting at them, so you add another 2d6. I will take all of that. All right, now roll. Limit, limited to five dice, though. No, no. With the uh, with uh, the extra bonuses that attacked on, go beyond your limit. All right, so 10, 15, 17, 19, 21. Yep, that's a hit. All right. Give me a damage roll there. Which I think is going to be 2d6 plus 3, right? Sure. That's what Rifle had listed on it? Yes. So what, I don't know bonuses to that, right? No. Okay. I can hope. Three. All right. It looks like the guy just takes it in the armor. Oh, wait. Ha, six. There we go. Oh, look at that. Look at you that. You and your technicalities. All right. So he looks a little hurt, but not terribly so. All right. So you get another action. <gasps> can I suppress the other two so that they feel the urge to take cover and not try to stabby, stabby, shooty, shooty my friends? 
I, I, I'm not sure. I think suppressive fire is two actions, but oh. I don't. I don't care. Okay, go for it. Yay! I'm gonna suppressing fire the fuck out of them. Choose an ally. You will grant them cover. Yeah, I'm gonna choose Rin since she is like you know, okay. machete deep in some blood. Okay, so Rin, you are fighting this guy. You got shot at. Then all of a sudden. Lasers. Barrage of laser fire. Just It looks like a freaking tool concert. Like flying sharks with freaking laser like beams on them. laser light show just goes off. Also, some dubstep kicks in. You don't see the <laughs> And you just hear somebody singing dubstep while he's opening fire. No stairway. No Denied. Stairway. No stairway. No, so it's, it's like a dubstep version of the Mortal Kombat theme. The system is down. The system is down. The system is down. <laughs> All right, so that was so that was Hintal. Uh, let's see, they fired uh, Rin. It's your turn. I will continue hacking at this guy. Give me another machete roll. While laser fire is erupting all around you, behind the guy she's stabbing. Like yeah. I'm strategic. Sure. When violence is necessary. Twenty-five. Oh damn, that hits. I hope so. Here, roll me some damage there. Seven. Okay. Hey, you kill him. Just stick him in the side and he bleeds out and falls over. Take that, Timmy. Aim for the neck. They're vulnerable in the neck. You can do a called shot and it's a lot easier to hit them. So, um, you can give me another action. Um, I will go to whoever's closest. Okay, so you're running, to, you're running to one of the guys. Are you going to do a called shot or just machete their body? Chop his fucking head off. But violence is bad. The pacifist that's laying down suppressive fire. It's a last resort, all right? Listen, listen. Violence is the language of lesser beings. So a called shot does more damage? No, a called shot bypasses a lot of their defense. So, so it does more damage. No, it's just easier to hit. But what you can so but I'm not having a problem hitting them. It's okay, doing so, enough damage. But what you can do uh, with this game though is you can opt to remove for every two dice you remove from your main dice pool, you add an extra die of damage. So if you okay. feel like if you feel like you want to do more damage but you know have less of a chance to hit them, go ahead. I'm going to do that. Okay. So you just took two dice out? Mm-hmm. Okay. And 22. Oh, God, yes, that hits. So roll 3d6 for damage. And for 6. Do you have any adds to it? Like strength or something? No, no. not for damage. She just added a die to I'm it. I'm just weak. No, just you're weak. not weak. You're not weak. This this guy, this is, armor's actually working in this game. It's weird. Okay, but he's hurting. You can take him down once. All right. That was your second action. Uh, Zeke. I really wish that I had, like, syringes full of drugs that I could throw into combat. Don't we all? It's a very interesting thing to wish for. Like that old video game narc from the 80s? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, just like that, in fact. Or the, or, or the syringer from Fallout. Or are you done uh, cowering behind the... Okay, so I'll peek up, and there is... Two guys left, and Rin is actively macheteing one of them. Rin is attacking one guy. Um, there's another guy with a. Well, another guy dove behind cover because there's a whole bunch of suppressive fire going around. That's but he's it. like focused on Rin still. Well, with the suppressive fire going on, he's a little bit distracted. He was going to duck into cover, but Rin kind of macheted him. So can I sneak up on him and punch him with the with the shot glove gauntlet? Sure, thing? you could do that. So give me an attack roll. That's going to be your punching. So that's going to be your strength plus punchy dice pool. So like a brawling or a yeah, brawling, martial boxing, arts, boxing, like all those skills that I didn't take. Wrestling? Because I was too busy in high school. No, I, I went to all the dorky medical classes in high school, and then I continued that with my college career. So you know DeGrasse Tyson, and he still was a wrestler. Good for him. I have two dice. Okay. Roll two dice and see. Oh, wait, no. No, you're sneaking up on him. He's unaware, so you add two dice. 
six to your roll. And also, uh, we can also mention that you have a luck dice pool. Oh, I do have luck dice. Yes, I'm don't, gonna don't neglect one, your luck. One so of my luck dice. You can use all of your luck dice if you want. Do I? Do I get to use them all, all at the, all of the time, or do I get to no, use them? You have the, a you have a set pool that, as you use dice, depletes. Once per day, you can take a five minute break and get them all back. I'll use two of my luck dice. Okay, so you should have six course, dice. Six dice. All right, roll it. Actually, I'm going to take two dice out so that I punch him specifically in the head. Oh, okay. Called shot to the vitals. That makes his defense a little lower. 15? No, 17? Yeah. Yeah, you just, you grab the back of his head and electrocute him. I'm not sure we need to do damage. But it's nine. I got nine damage. Yeah, you you knock him out. (laughs) And I think, what is it? The only one that's left is the one that Rin is fighting. Right? Okay. And so there's more shooting coming from the bar area. Nothing is going on. Flossie, it's your turn. I'm going to do the same uh, same trick on that one. The throwing knives? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, here we go. Does she keep all these knives? In her bikini. In my bikini. Oh, you weren't there for that episode. That's no, true. I wasn't there. I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so um, that's 11. All right, and that was a called shot, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you hit him. All, all right, damage. Ha-ha, <laughs> 11. Okay, what are you going to do with your second action? Um, well, since he's the last one, I'm going to go roll, I'm going to run over to... Finish uh, him off? Yeah, he's already dead, right? Yeah, he's he's a little, he's on his last legs. Hmm, Okay, Um, I'm going to uh, trust that Ren will take care of that. Okay, and you're going to run over to... Jesse. Okay, you're going to start, get up, and sprint towards the bar area. Okay, it, now it's his turn. Um, he's going to try to stun Baton Rin. That seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, well, he's oh, he's also um, suffering penalties from cover from the suppressive fire. He's, Bitch! What's your range defense? I mean, your melee defense. Ten. It's all ten. Okay, so you get... Smacked, two two stun damage. You're fine. I mean, you're not dying. And so that was his turn. Now, uh, Hentall, you keeping up the suppressive fire? My mouth is full with Oreos. So he's nodding. Yes. Okay. So he's going to keep up the suppressive fire. Ren, you can attack again. And I I think I forgot this last turn, but since Hentall's laying down suppressive fire to benefit you, you get a plus. 2d6 to your roll for the, the cover cover uh, okay rolls. for the attack you're welcome for my service I will take two out then okay first vital okay 20 oh that's a hit and 11 damage alright you decapitate the guy cut his fucking head off Flossy, you get over to the bar area and you see there's Jesse. let's go ahead and describe her so obviously this is a, a female. Uh, oh, by the way, this is uh, Jesse won our contest for our Nerdsmith subscribers. And, Yay, Jesse! And out of many of the prizes we are giving her as her favorite podcast, she gets to be an NPC. So I did ask her to describe how she wanted her NPC to be. She did not mention a species. She said that was up to us. So do we want her to be human or something else? I vote for her to be Elitzy. Okay, so the same species as Flossie. That's interesting. <laughs> so, Jesse, could she be a Cloraxian? <laughs> yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> Cloraxian, they're known for very bright whites. Yes, and <laughs> super <laughs> sterile eating surfaces. <laughs> they're like super sterile. Mm-hmm. Like right. super. <laughs> How do they breed? She's a female Elitzi. She has a confident, wide grin. She has a nick over one of her eyebrows, and she keeps her hair pulled back into a long braid that goes over her shoulder. She is, you know, she's ex-military. She's ex-Union Space Corps uh, for some reason. 
It seems like she had a falling out with the core. No one's really sure why. And she's somebody that dicks could be. She's somebody that the crew has interacted with in the past. Uh, Zeke being the person that knows everybody typically works with her the most. Uh, However, Flossie and Jesse have a little bit of history and you get to her and skid over to where she is. She had, she had a bar table kind of flipped over and was using it as cover. Nice. And you get behind there and there she is. She's as the fire, as the uh, fight ends, she kind of sits back down, resting her back up against the, the table and is letting her, her uh, pulse rifle cool off. And she sees you. She's like, <laughs> hey there, hot stuff. How's it going? Hey, you, you, you brought a party, huh? Uh, apparently. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's <laughs> Sorry. great. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, she pokes her head up. Now that the firefight is over and Flossie and Jesse interacting, what are the rest of y'all doing? I'm going to look to see who is providing covering fire. Hantal, you're leaning over there? Well, I mean... I wouldn't down? be able to like cower back into my room before he looked up. So that probably be a, he would see me there like, oh, they're dead. All right. Okay. So you probably, well, with the laser fire and everything, there's not like a lot of smoke in the air. So if you're looking up there, you probably would have seen Hentall. Does Hentall see me seeing him? We make eye contact across the room. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that just got weird. <laughs> I'll never let go. <laughs> so, so, Rin, what do you do now that the smoke is clearing? Um, I'm gonna wipe off my wounds. Okay. <laughs> Clean up that, the machete that, like a boss. She's fine. Yeah, really. Walk fine. It off. It's fine. Yeah, I'm walk, walk it, off. it off. Walk it off. Right. Shake it off. You go walk it off towards the bar area. Okay. All right, so Jesse stands up from the table, and she sees you guys, so she's like, hi, Zeke. Hi, Ren. Hi, Jesse. I got to go reconnect with an old friend. Well, <laughs> another, but somebody who? I wasn't expecting. What? A, a goner friend. What? Wait, who? Hental's up on the second floor. What? I Where? Know, you you talked to Jesse. Fucking dick. <laughs> Shit, I forget. Where uh, is he? He's nowhere. He ran away. He jumped out a window. I'm sure of it by now. I'm going to go track him down. You talk to Jesse. <laughs> but. No, you t- you talk to Jesse. But. No, you. I need you to talk to Jesse. Okay. Jesse's like, well, that was that was weird. Sorry, we just haven't seen him in a long time. I, I guess not. So, uh, Ren, you walk over there and there's Jesse. He's like, so you you need to know you've lost your engineer. Yes. Okay. So, um, well, from what I was able to gather, you know, after you know, you guys contacted me to see what I could find out, the only thing I can think of, with, given what he was charged with and who took him, there's a good chance he's probably at one of their unlisted black sites. And given the nature of what he stole, the AI, I'm. I have a I have a sinking suspicion about where he might be. So, James, what would be a good name for a military black site where they keep I mean, I guess terrorists. What's a good name for a space station that's completely off the books that they can use to for an enhanced interrogation techniques? Level Red 3. That way it's random. Whoever hears it thinks they're talking about a floor within that specific area. Nobody understands unless you're there that it's what it is. So level red three sounds very ubiquitous. So Jesse says the only thing I can think of was they're keeping him at level red three. Yeah. That's not good. No, it's not. And I actually managed to get the coordinates for you guys. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Thank you. And that's probably why these guys showed up yeah <laughs> yeah they um they were a surprise you're looking for somebody who's like at the top of their most wanted list all for an ai i mean really well there might be more to it than you're thinking or what he's telling you 
So just be careful, okay? Uh, yeah. I don't know. So, Zeke, you are headed up another level looking for Hental. Hental, are you just are you diving out a window or are you staying in your room? I'm going back to my room to buy cigarettes. There's no avoiding this. Okay. So you get upstairs and you see, I guess Hental has left his door open. <laughs> And there he is sitting on his bed. The rifle's still next to the door now. I lean it back. Okay. In its proper place. All right. So he's sitting on his bed, smoking a cigarette. And you come walking on in. Well, you know, I'll be polite and knock. Would you really, though? Like, yeah. No, I really. Would you really? You, you, you left amicably. I'm not like, you're not on the ship with me, so I don't have any reason to just go bursting in on whatever it is you're doing. Unlike when you were on the ship, when he has an excuse. When he has an excuse, I must stand on my porn. Right. Which, by the way, is what's on the hotel TV. Good. Porn and shitty news. It's the uh, options. I take porn. I'm depressed enough as it is. Is it like some <laughs> weird alien porn? I don't know. I don't control the hotel's porn cycle. Like gelatinous but cube porn? Habit. At this rate, if I'm in a hotel, I just put on the porn. It's easier that way. Okay. Also, the, the, the room cleaners get a little creeped out by it. So, it's He's watching a movie called Under the Elitzy. Because <laughs> they're the friendliest of species. This is very true. Super friendly. Uh huh. Deals. Zeke walks in on <laughs> Hental smoking cigarettes and watching porn with his door open. Not like seriously watching porn, but like casual. Like you know when like you put on a movie you don't want to watch, but it's just there in the like background, background noise. Yeah, like that's what I do with porn. Like like how an adult deals with a kids film on the movie on the TV. Like oh, do we need oh, sound effects for fuck, this part? It's frozen again. And how you go about your daily duties is just kind of there. That okay. is how Hental's watching porn. Thank you for <laughs> we have painting to get this a picture right. with this words. Is proper. Thank you. Thank you. Also, it's a phasing bed. It's really awkward. I mean, you can put a couple quarters in it, phases. It doesn't vibrate. It's really weird. For but... God's sake, Zeke, start talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like this. I like. <laughs> I like the corner he's painting himself into. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a love motel. <laughs> Hental. You in there? Yeah. You you're looking at me. Why are you asking this question? I'm We're just... making eye contact. <laughs> Don't make it weird. You did that by knocking. I was just trying to be polite. Anyways, how are you here? Why? Well, I mean, I came in the front doors. Right. So did we. You see my fingers? That, yes. That, that they're miming walking. Right. No, I, I get up that. up to the front but, desk. I gave like, them money. You, here you on... see my hand? It's it's making it like money. Right. And then they gave me, in return for money, services, specifically a room. You understand that I'm not actually an idiot, right? Well, I mean, you're asking idiot questions. Okay. But I mean, are you here on purpose but, or did you randomly <laughs> wind up at the same place that we are at? I deliberately came to this hotel. Yes, are that you, is on but, purpose. But are you here because we are also here? No, I've been actively avoiding you guys. Oh, well, are you done doing that yet? Apparently, it doesn't matter because that just went down. Well, yeah, but if are you do you want to come back with us and we need to rescue Gideon? What? Wait, what? Uh, so, uh, abbreviated version we got. <laughs> Kidnapped by the Union Space Corps, we got our memories wiped, they stole our shit, they stole the irritated badger, they gave us some shitty hedgehog thing, they kidnapped Gideon and Zeke, or, uh... You were Zeke. Wade. Sorry. Sorry. So sometimes the memory eraser <laughs> kind of, like, sometimes makes some neurons cross. Sometimes I'm Zeke, it's great. And then we wound up on this strange beachy purple planet thing, and then we all got our memory back, and we've been trying to find him, and we found you here, and you helped us in a fire. Let's fight. go find Gideon. All right. It does. It doesn't matter. Let's go get Gideon. Okay. And Wade, we have to get. Oh, and and that stupid fluffy six-legged thing. Yeah, Valhalla. He abandoned us. I don't know. You say that like you No, I really it. I don't know what but Flossie I can't did. I trust you cuz you've had your memories wiped. Flossie believes that he was selling our secrets to the Union Space Corps, but she's crazy. I think <laughs> Flossie was selling our secrets to the Union Space Corps. Either way, she's she's greedy. Valhalla is gone and so is Gideon. And Wade. Right. But we need a pilot. So 
fuck? Because I've been flying the ship. Well, wait, what? When it hasn't been no, stop. Rin d- flying. D- so you're you're not primary. No, and and we've been letting Flossie fly the ship sometimes too. I'm gonna have a fucking aneurysm with you fuckers. But it hasn't been the Badger. So it sounds like Hentall needs to come back just to make sure that they don't kill themselves trying to fly somewhere. I'm gonna go get a drink now. I'm smoking in the hotel too. That's yeah. Happening. We were well, meeting that's in narrative, the narrative, not well, converse. There's a bar downstairs. Yeah, that's where we, I'm going with we, a cigarette. We, okay, like, I'm just so, walking. So are you both going to go to the bar area? Okay. I assume he's following me. Yes. I don't care. At yeah. This so all of you meet up downstairs at the bar area with Jesse is there, talking, making small talk with Ren. Is like, how you been, Ren? Good, fine. Thank you. All right. And you guys come downstairs, and uh, Jesse greets you both, and. She looks at you, Zeke, and said, well, I told Flossie what I know about where Gideon might be being held. Okay. Can Flossie accurately redistribute that information? Yes. Okay. Without using a human shield? I really... Oh, look who I found. <laughs> you know, the thing is, I really, truly, actually missed you, Hental. So, <laughs> if you could... I leave for a couple months. Lay off. And you manage to not only just lose the ship... For a little while. But the engineer and the AI. And the fluffy thing. That Valhalla is a bitey little bastard. And you've used how many people? I saw the vids from Earth. All right? I saw you using a baby as a goddamn human shield. Actually, I wasn't, but you won't believe me anyway, because you didn't believe me the first time. She is. To be fair, Gideon lost himself. Fair. Right. Like, okay. But Flossie did put a... An infant in danger. That's what I thought. No, okay. I was there. Uh, so at this point, you all you all hear the sound of like a ship, like coming in for like maybe a landing, but that 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 telltale sound of the engines coming from outside uh, the bar oh, area. Oh, ship! Is a no, a whole bunch of uh, glassed windows, like kind of like for a nice view of the scene of the inside of the spaceport, and you see it looks like a like a small. Union Space Corps VTOL is oh, coming down, and Jesse's shit. like, "Well, it looks like reinforcements came in." Hey, you uh, guys, hide right now! No, hide. no, no, no. Jesse's like, "You have the coordinates." No, I'm out of here. You need to get Gideon. Let's go to the ship. I'll distract them. Go. Come on, Hentall. Okay. We but need good you. information, Jesse. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. But um, real quick, Jesse, before you all go, Jesse uh, grabs Flossie by the back of the head and pulls her in and gives her a long, deep kiss. Jesus, fuck, let it go. We have to run. No way. Shut up, Hentel. This is more like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesse breaks the kiss. I love it when you read my mind, Jesse. So after after Jesse breaks the kiss, she says, we need to reconnect. Definitely. In more ways than one. Right. Get out of here and stay alive. <laughs> Wait, is it is the ship landing in the same vicinity as the troop transports were parked at? No, it's on the other side. Let's go steal a car. Okay, you get to do it this so, time. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to do it with a fucking baby. Jesse uh, pulls back the, the hammer on her plasma rifle, and it winds as it charges up. And she starts marching over towards where the windows are as you guys run out to the, I guess it would, uh, the APC. Arm- yes. Armored personnel character. See, I'm learning military jargon. No, I just wanted to brush up on my military jargon because I know James would like stare daggers at my head if I got it wrong. James will stare daggers at your head for anything. You guys run and, well, through the magic of space opera, the APC, the doors are open and the keys are in the ignition. Imagine that. And you guys get in and speed off towards the docks. Dun, da, 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 yep. dun, 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 dun. No, you don't. You don't. You could leave it in now. I have. There's royalty-free music I can put in. So you speed off, and as you go, you look behind over at the hotel, and it. You're not sure what happens, but it just this huge eruption of flame just shoots up from the hotel area. Looks like something pretty intense just happened. And Hental is driving. And you go to the docks. 
where you see the ship known as the Happy Hedgehog is docked and waiting for you all. What the fuck is this thing? We don't even know. Just go with it. That's what they left us when they took the badger. The writing on the side indicates that the ship is called the Happy Hedgehog. Just just keep going. Just pretend it's it the works. badger. It's got an old stylized image of Sonic on the side. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I feel dirty. <laughs> All right. So you guys go in and beat cheeks. Beat feet. All right. You go and you take off. And that's all for this episode. Next time on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. So I'm actually a little turned around. Can you point me to the auto dock? So he steps back out. Auto. Dock. So you want to go to sick bay, right? And he starts giving you directions. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Are there any other people in the room still? No. Stab Just him. that guy? Yeah. So, so-, <laughs> so you're giving him directions and Zeke is going, stab him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry? Oh, no. Uh, <coughs> sorry. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday more chaos. Hey, Jesse, what is Champions of the Earth? Why, Champions of the Earth is a live play radio drama hybrid about Power Ranger, Voltron, crazy action. Does it have teen romance? It has teen romance. Hey, guys. And, um, hey, hang on a sec. And what else does it have? Is there cool abilities? There's cool abilities. There's an original game system that we're playing together uh, and beta hey, testing. Hey, guys, I mean, this is kind of important. Can you? Okay, call in just a second. We're trying to tell people about Champions of the Earth. Okay. It sounds um, really cool. There's uh, So it's a cool mix of high school drama, superpowers, and there's mech combat. Yeah, but right now, there are monsters coming over the horizon. What are we going to do, guys? We got to get out of here. Ah! Marcy, save us. Hang on. I got this. Champions of the Earth. Find us wherever podcasts are downloaded. Check us out at championscast.com and go have yourselves an adventure.